guys, welcome back to the Training Camp Podcast. The Training Camp Podcast. I got a new chair. With a multitude of guests. <laughs> can't say he's wrong, am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, dolphins. <laughs> no, I, I really like Stupid games. 5-0 last week. That's right. 5-0. Dak Prescott, you could lock up that four seed. Again, it's not blazing hot. 65 degrees. I'm going to do this for fun. They threw to Michael Thomas. The Heat. How? Chicago. Yes, you guys get an F. And a little too much personality. No, no. Last week. No, no, Ravens? Oh, fuck. Give me that. <laughs> no way. There's no way. Hammering. Three. Really, do not talk about him. This was my fault. Flex the game. Here we go. How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Training Camp Podcast. So, yeah, as you guys have probably been able to tell already, it's a shorter episode than usual. I woke up, and I I kind of thought I was dying a little bit. <laughs> uh, no, I, I felt like absolute shit all day. And so, uh, like, super tired, just feel gross. Uh, I think I ate something bad yesterday, too. And so, it's just, it's been a gross feeling day. Uh, I've had, like, no energy I'm literally recording this about two hours later than I usually do, um, but so this this episode is going to be a lot shorter. We're only going to do one segment today, um, but I just I I do enjoy doing the podcast, so I didn't want to just not do an episode this week. Um, and I was like, I can I can pull it together for 20 minutes. 20 minutes, I can definitely pull it together. Um, so we're not going to do news of the week this week either. Just, well, one, there was not that much news. Um, and also, man, you can hear it in my voice, can't you? Uh, <clears throat> there wasn't that much news that was released. And then also, um, we had like the biggest. Okay, so the NFL, we're just going to, we'll just hop into it. So the NFL um, 2021 season schedule will be released today in about 40 minutes <laughs> from when I am recording. Uh, this episode of the podcast, and so <sighs> this sucks because I could have waited, but I don't have enough energy to go through like all this, all the things, all the games, and all the every single, um, every single team matchup because it's I, I, so like we might do that next week. I actually I I moved what I had planned for this week for the other two segments over to next week, and then we're just gonna have to find some stuff. So we're gonna talk about the week one NFL schedule um, that was released today. Only We only have week one so far, which is really, it sucks. But there's a lot of good games this week. There's a lot of good games this year, man. So first off, the opener of the season, uh, Cowboys go to Tampa Bay. Could not be a better opener, uh, especially since it's on a Thursday night. I'm so happy we're opening on a Thursday now. I know it's not Sunday and like Sunday night football is like Sunday night, but no, I, I think it's a really interesting game. Uh, Dak's first game back from injury, obviously, and then uh, also the is there going to be a Super Bowl hangover for the team that returned every single one of their starters from their Super Bowl winning team? It's still a situation where it's like I feel like if the Bucks drop this game, one Cowboys fans y'all are going to be un- insufferable for a week. That's going to suck. Uh, and two, there's gonna be a huge overreaction of like, oh, the Bucks are gone. Similar how we saw last year when the Bucks would lose, and the narrative was, oh, do the Bucks have what it takes to get to the Super Bowl in their first year? It's like it's one game. <laughs> so let's relax a little bit. Um, so I think it's a great game, especially it being in Tampa. I think it's awesome too. It's like 
Bro, Tampa's what? What are the Buccaneers? They got the Super Bowl there. Obviously, that wasn't just because they're Tampa. It was because that's where the Super Bowl was put, and they were able to get there. But like Super Bowl, I think they had almost every single. They had a couple home games. No, nope, they didn't have a single home game in the playoffs. So that was very wrong. But like that's really nice. You get the Super Bowl, and then you open the season at home as well. Um, especially with the fans coming back after like vaccination and everything's go through. I think right now it's like twenty five percent for stadiums, and they're gonna raise that up a little bit. Uh, as we get closer to the games, we're probably going to open up more seats. So that's going to be a really good atmosphere, and there's Cowboys fans everywhere. So that's just going to be a really packed stadium, which will be really nice. That's just going to be a really fun game to watch. Um, and then we hop into the morning game. So uh, we're just going to go down this list. Seattle at Indy. That's uh, kind of an interesting. It's not like one of my head. I, I have a couple of headliners for here for week one that I'm, I, I – Genuinely, I will probably take off work because <laughs> I work on Sundays. I'll probably take off work to watch my headliner games. Um, the, and the Seahawks Colts aren't really that one. I mean, I'm excited to see Carson Wentz play, but I kind of would have preferred to see Carson Wentz play against like a really, really good defense. I think it, it'll be interesting to see him play against like a mediocre defense that Seattle has right now um, to see how he gets, you know, eased into the, the, the Colts system after being, you know, kind of just wrecked by what the Eagles had given him and how he had produced in Philadelphia the last two years. So I think it's a, it's a good matchup. Uh, I think Russell Wilson going against the Colts defense is another interesting matchup as well. Um, but it's not one of my headliners. N- the next one, again, I wouldn't consider this next game a headliner. Jaguars at the Texans. But I kind of want to watch this game because I do want to like really see how Trevor Lawrence plays because we, we know he's starting in week one. And this is like a player that has been anticipated to play for what three years now i mean we've seen him in college and everyone was like last year he might enter the draft he's probably gonna be the number one prospect he didn't this year obviously the number one prospect um and going against that horrible texans defense dude (laughs) fantasy football i might put trevor lawrence out there week one (laughs) because this texans defense has nothing going for them and with the weapons that trevor lawrence will have uh etienne still james robinson they have both of them now um dj chark LaVisca Chenault, Tim Tebow, I guess. Um, like, th- those five weapons alone, we're not going to count Tebow. Those four weapons alone are enough for him. They have a good O-line, um, like a top 15 O-line, too. And you're going against the Chargers defense, which is horribly picked apart the last couple of years. Um, I think that's actually a really, really, really interesting game. So, we'll say that's like bracket my sixth headliner. Um Eagles at the Falcons. We still haven't gotten any of my headliners. Uh, Eagles at the Falcons. I, I this um, I'm not gonna spend too much time on it. I don't really care about this game. I think Kyle Pitts might be fun to watch, but uh, I don't know the Eagles. I have no reason to watch them right now, and the Falcons are just kind of a rebuilding team. So I, it'll be interesting to watch. Like if Kyle Pitts has a monster dominant game, but other than that, the only reason I would watch is if I have players in fantasy in the game. Uh, Chargers go to to Washington. I'll probably watch this game again. Not one of my headliners, but I will watch this game. Uh, I, I'm really interested to see how Herbert will do in his second year, and they are giving him a really, really. It's kind of like what I was saying with Carson Wentz, where I want to see a good defense in Week One, and the Chargers are playing against a Washington defensive team, which is probably arguably top five, top three defense in the league, and the Chargers just kind of revamped not even revamped because they haven't had a good o-line in a while but they they upgrade their o-line huge with the draft and then Corey lindsley obviously and then herbert in year two uh i want to see i'm really curious how he's gonna how he's gonna do against both the defensive rush that's coming into his face and also the secondary see how he's able to dissect it and see if he can carry that over from last year or if tape on him will kind of um you know slow him down in his sophomore year 
So I'm really, really looking forward to that. Uh, next game, Steelers at Bills. Okay, this is a headliner, but just for me because I'm a Steelers fan. Uh, <laughs> the line so far is six and a half for the Bills, which makes so much sense. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the Bills worked on their defensive line in the draft and in the offseason. And then they also, you know, got better offensively. And Josh Allen's just getting better and better and better. And uh, JP, you know I'm doing the pod right now. Really? I'll respond to you in a minute. Um, and so their, their D-line is getting better, and Pittsburgh's O-line got worse. Uh, I mean, we also got younger, but, like, we lost our current good players. Like, Villanueva's gone, um, and Pouncey retired. And so, like, I mean, hey, maybe uh, Chitwe uh, Okuafor. I can't, I, I can't remember how to say his name. And then we have Zach Banner coming back. So, like, maybe they'll be able to hold their own, then the rookies as well. But I don't know. Just with the way our defense, our offensive line fell apart, I have this is going to be a rough one. Maybe Najee runs somehow runs for like 200 yards and Ben throws for five touchdowns, but I doubt this is going to happen. Can't wait to go from starting 11 0 to 0 1, guys. Uh, Niners at the Lions. This is kind of an interesting game. Trey Lance. Uh, it's, it's going to be like, is Trey Lance going to play or is it Jimmy Garoppolo? Um, this is another headliner for me. I'm also really curious to see. This is, I think, a really good matchup because. I think the Lions are in top 10 uh, territory for their offensive line right now. Obviously, they just re-signed Ragnar, and they also got Panay Sewell in the draft. Um, and so going against the defensive front of the Niners is going to be really, really interesting to see how they how they yeah especially like a rookie like Panay Sewell like Frank Ragnall we kind of expect him to do have a good game for the most part but like Panay Sewell first game and you're putting him up against one a player that hasn't played in your dude injury in in uh, Nick Bosa but also just like see how he translates over to the NFL system because I know for me Panay Sewell isn't really a bustable player he's like Kyle Pitts and, and Trevor Lawrence to me but there are players that have bust in the past we've been like they can't bust and especially on the O-line side so I'm really curious to see how they react to that and also I'm I'm really curious to see if um not if, but how Jared Goff meshes with the Lions system. And I think week one will be a pretty good preview and outlook of like, this is how the Lions are going to be this year. You just got to accept it, Lions fans. Um, but I will be rooting for the Lions in this point. So uh, next one, Vikings at the Bengals. Not not the headliner. We're getting to the headliners. We're getting to the headliners. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm excited to watch Joe Burrow come back. And I think this is a, a good defense for him to come back to. Um but there's not much going for this game. I mean, like, the Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow thing is, is interesting. Um, but, like, the Vikings, they got they got Darisaw in the draft, so maybe Dalvin Cook can run for a little bit more. Uh, like, I don't know. I'm just not too excited for this game. I'm sure Bengals fans and Vikings fans are looking forward to it. But for me, it's just I'm probably not going to. This is currently in the same category as the uh, Eagles-Falcons game where it's like, I really don't care what happens. Sorry, Parker. I really don't care. Like, the Niners-Lions game is kind of interesting. Like, who's going to be the quarterback? If Trey Lance plays, I'd like to see how he does. The Chargers game, and Chargers like my second favorite team in the league. Jaguars have Trevor Lawrence. So, like, it's it's that situation. But for me, there's just not that much intrigue. Um, yeah, there's just not that much intrigue for this game. Now, this next game, this is – ooh. This is one of my highlight. This is like one of my, this is one of my games for this week. I'm so excited. Uh, my headliners for this week: Jets at the Panthers. Oh boy, uh, 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 Sam Darnold gets to play the team that gave him jack shit, <laughs> and then dealt him for jack shit. Um, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm hoping like the Jets don't look as bad as last year obviously i mean just getting rid of adam gase alone you're gonna be a better team than last year but like 
Defensively, they're not great. So I'm really hoping that Sam Darnold just to goes for like 400 yards and four touchdowns. I mean, he's got the weapons. Christian McCaffrey's coming back. He's reunited with Robbie Anderson. He's got Curtis Samuel on the other side. He's got a somewhat good O-line. And the Panthers got better in the defensive aspect too. I'm also kind of curious to see how Zach Wilson plays because he he's one of the out of the people who were drafted, he had the highest kind of bust potential out of everybody, uh, especially just being sent to a situation where it's like, are they actually going to be better? I do think the Jets will be better than they have been in the past, but it's just really interesting to see if, or not, well, yes, if and how Zach, uh, Zach Wilson's game translates to the NFL, but really, I just want Sam Darnold to go ape shit on the Jets. Be like, yeah, man, you guys left me. This is your fault. Uh, Cardinals at the Titans, not, not one of my... Uh, headliners but it'll be an interesting game parker said this is like a defensive front game and to mark his words there you go parker they're on the internet now so they're forever uh i don't see this as a defensive strength game especially like from the titans level um but i I am interested i really like kyler murley a lot and uh a huge fan of the cardinals as well i just really like they're one of the teams that's bringing over the collegiate system, and I like Cliff Kingsbury. I really, I know he's on the hot seat, but I really hope he doesn't get fired because I really like him as a head coach. So that'll be an interesting game. Uh, probably won't watch it though for the most part, but so yeah, it kind of falls into like the tier for the Vikings, Bengals, and uh, Atlanta Eagles game. But this is like above them, like ranking them. The Cardinals game is at the top of that tier. Um, but here we go, another headliner in the afternoon. Against the afternoon games, the Browns are going to Kansas City. Um, I feel bad for the Browns because, uh, like, that just sucks. I mean, I would have felt bad for any team that had to play the Chiefs week one, honestly. Like, I, I, I would have felt bad for any team that had to play the Buccaneers except for the Cowboys just because, like, that's a good matchup. And also, Cowboy fans are really freaking irritating. <laughs> Sorry. Not you, Nick. Nick, I joke with Nick, but he's not even that bad. But, like, Browns fans, yeah, they're kind of annoying, but I also feel bad for them. And, like, I've, they haven't won that much, and they haven't won a week one game in 17 years. So, it's like, ah, that sucks. Um, but I mean, the Chiefs O-line got nothing but better somehow, uh, and, and the, I will get the Browns this, their defense is probably, it could be an arguably top five defense in the league this year with all the moves that they made, and it's all going to come down to Baker, it's just like, <laughs> it's, pa- it's Patrick Mahomes, who is 32 touchdowns and zero interceptions in September, and 10-0, and gonna do that again, like, is he gonna go for five touchdowns? Uh, it'll be really fun to watch though because it's a good defense against I mean the last time we saw Patrick Mahomes play he was running for his life against a good defense but he was running for his life he put up nine points somehow um, so I think with a healthy O-line hopefully add all of his weapons back um, and just like an offseason to rest uh, I think this will be a really, really interesting game and uh, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch next we have the Dolphins playing the Patriots Again, kind of similar. This isn't a headliner, but it's kind of similar to the the Niners game where it's like, for the Patriots, is Cam going to start? Is Mac Jones going to start? Like, what are they going to do? I'm also kind of excited to see Tua play, just to see how he plays against, especially a Patriot Bill Belichick defense. It's really, really interesting. I want to see, like, because Tua, I think, halfway through this season, Tua is going to have a lot of pressure on him if he's not winning because then he's not, it's not going to look like he's a franchise guy that they drafted him to be, which sucks because I really liked Tua. I was really pulling for him. Uh, I wasn't a big, huge supporter of his, not like supporter, but like a huge, um, I was on him very similarly to how I was on Mac Jones, except I liked Tua a little bit more because he's more athletic, but he's an Alabama quarterback, and I, that kind of sketches me out a little bit. 
Um, and so I, I am pulling for Tua, though. I really, really like Tua a lot. I like his game. Uh, he's got a great story, too. So if <laughs> one of the things sports fans love is a good story as well. So, you know, I'd like to see this game go the Dolphins' way, but it's also the AFC East divisional game. Bill Belichick's at the reins here. And uh, I, I'm also curious if they play Mac Jones here. Broncos, Giants, I could care less. <laughs> I'll be real. I mean, if if Daniel Daniel Jones is definitely getting a, like a challenge against that Broncos defense, I think the Broncos defense is another top five uh, defense in the league right now with all the moves that they made with the draft and free agency. And so, like, Daniel Jones with all the weapons should theoretically get like 300 yards. He should be averaging like 300 yards a game minimum. But in this game, I don't know what could happen. Also, like, who's going to be the quarterback for the Broncos? Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke. Um, I just... If Aaron Rodgers somehow gets traded to the Broncos, then this will be a really interesting game because it'll be his first game as a Bronco. But it sounds like the whole Aaron Rodgers thing is kind of clearing up and he's he's going to be a Packer. So this game doesn't interest me. Now, here we go. Speaking of the Packers, Packers go to Nolens to play the Saints. Um, yeah, I... Aaron Rodgers probably going to save the Packers, so it's going to be interesting. This is kind of – I don't know if this is the headliner, though, because, like, the Saints are probably not going to be that good. I like Jameis Winston a lot, and I think he won't be as bad as people are expecting him to be. A, sitting behind Drew Brees for a year is definitely helpful. B, getting a LASIK surgery definitely helps. C, having a strict coach like Sean Payton will definitely help as well. So, like, there are factors going into the positive realm for J- Jameis Winston – but I just, I don't know. I mean, I just don't know what they're gonna do. That that Saints team is, I think, slowly gonna fall apart faster than we can all expect them to. And the Packers, they're gonna have Aaron Rodgers back. The only thing that makes this interesting is that the Saints still have the same defense for the most part, so it's a good defense, and uh, that might put up a fight for them. But offensively, I have no idea what to expect. Um, so it'll be an interesting game. But yeah, that's really it. Here, next one, headliner. Here we go. Sunday night football. That's right. SNF on NBC. Chicago Bears. Hi, Chip. Go to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Um, brand new stadium, SoFi Stadium. Brand new quarterback, Justin Fields. Or will it be Andy Dalton? We don't know. Another brand new quarterback, Matthew Stafford. Like, the, um, the two great defenses, even though the Bears did let Kyle Fuller walk, so the Rams defense is a little bit better. But And the Rams did let John Johnson walk, so maybe they're at the same level. But still, two good defenses. Two very smart head coaches in Matt Nagy and, uh, oh my gosh, Sean McVay. Two organizations also that have a lot on the line here because if... If this season's chalked for the Bears, Nagy and Pace are probably out. If this season does not go over well the Rams, Sean McVay is probably on the hot seat next year as well as Les Snead. So, like, this is a really interesting game. But also, both teams have weapons. Both teams have – I really like the Bears. I think the Bears are one of my going to be one of my favorite storylines and teams to watch this season because it looks like they're turning a new page and they're starting to figure everything out, as long as Justin Fields is the prospect that we kind of saw him to be. Um, so, I'm really, really looking forward to this game. So, like, I mean – we do have one we're going to talk about. I'll talk about a second, but I guess I only had three headliners. Uh, we'll, we'll say four for the the Jaguars game just because of uh, the Trevor Lawrence debut and everything like that. Um, and so the last game of the of week one will be the Monday night football game. Ravens go to Las Vegas. Kind of similar. They're unveiling that, that stadium. It looks like a fucking UFO. Um, but, I mean, 
cool, the Raiders, the Ravens are probably going to run for like 200 yards on that defense. And uh, the Ravens are probably also going to get like six sacks on Derek Carr because of the offensive line for the Raiders. I don't know, man. I feel like the Monday Night Football game should have been like Browns, Chiefs, or Jets, Panthers, um, like some, or, or like Jaguars, Tech, like a game that had something a little more to it. Um, cause Monday Night Football is kind of on the hot seat itself because of like how kind of boring it's been, uh, lately, but I mean, it'll be a, okay. It's the only game on, so I'll watch it, but I just, I'm like, eh, that's my reaction. Like, I'm like, eh, okay. <laughs> like there's no storylines really. I guess it's just week one. So no, I like looking at this, I'm really excited. Um, like Pittsburgh Bills is obviously gonna be the game I watch, and uh, I really, I really wish the Jaguars weren't playing at the same time as the Steelers because I really want to see how Trevor Lawrence plays. And then also I'm really excited to watch a Thursday night game with the Cowboys going to Tampa Bay to to play. I'll probably uh, have some friends over and watch that. JP, Zach, Nick, Austin, Clayton, any any y'all? Let's do it. Let's put this together. Uh, it sucks because this is probably gonna be some of the last football we talk for a while just because the NFL season, this is when it starts to get quiet after the draft and after the schedule's released. So, you know, it's like, oh, this is the season schedule. It's been released, but we're still three months. Oh God. We're still three months, 90, uh, yeah, 90 days away from the season starting. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to it though. Thank you guys for joining me in this episode of the podcast. I'm sorry I didn't have that much energy, uh, but we will come back next week and yeah, I'm really excited for next week. I have a lot of stuff planned for it. See you guys next episode.